Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Dante Stevie J. Collins back after two weeks. Um, I'm very sorry that I have not dropped the episode in a long time. Yes, because I just moved from Florida. I mean, I, I ain't just moved, but I been I moved two weeks ago. But it's been a process getting all my stuff down here, switching jobs. Um, shutting out my memberships down in Florida, like my boxing membership, my um, gym membership. It's been a it's been a long process, but um, yeah, man. It's man. Look, if y'all are moving to a different state, make sure you you prepare for all the bullshit you gotta go through to you know leave leave your um leave your state because it's like it's a lot of shit you gotta do you gotta turn over tags you gotta turn over licenses like it's just bullshit 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 but anyway um i hope everybody's doing good um i hope you know everybody's doing okay making that money and making big moves um like i said the, the new year is almost up i mean my bad this year is almost up sorry I can't talk, but um, today's topic, this is a topic that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I'm talking about for like, since I watched this on TV, and this is the R. Kelly, the Surviving R. Kelly um, show slash R. Kelly's Legal Troubles and all that shit. Um, yeah, so if y'all don't want me if y'all don't want to hear this episode you know go ahead and you know and turn it off but this episode i'm going to talk about how r kelly is not the blame for everything he has done and how everybody's trying to throw dirt on his name and how what's going on with the court system this trial and everything and all that bullshit he's going through so if you're gonna listen to it Get your popcorn ready, get your drinks and everything, get your headphones or your speakers ready, and get ready to laugh. Okay, um, before I moved, before I moved to um, South Carolina, I watched um, Surviving R. Kelly. And I, I seen it like five times because I, I wanted to make sure, you know, I wrote down like important facts and stuff like that. So, um... Looking at it, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's like, damn, R. Kelly. R. Kelly was a monster and everything. You know, oh, he's a sick fucker. He's a pedophile. All that bullshit. But, I mean, the women on there is women that he's been with. Not all of them, but it's like the women that he's been with and... It's, I, I find it kind of funny because they all, you know, they all trying to come up off this nigga name. And um, it, it's just sad, you know, how they're trying to destroy this, like, destroy this man. Like, they're trying to, like, make sure this man don't ever get a record deal or anything. So, um, you know, when I watched it, man, I was like, damn, like. No, all the women try to make it seem like R. Kelly took advantage of him. And I feel like that's not the case. 
Um, yeah, it's just the woman trying to make it seem like R. Kelly was just talking about he had he had mind control over them, and uh, you know, it, uh, it's just to me it's very very like kind of funny because a woman. I always say, oh, I don't need a man, or oh, a man can't control me, or oh, a man can't, you know, run my, my pussy, a man can't run my life, but every day you see the main, the main women talking this shit be the main ones getting their ass whooped by their boyfriends or niggas they fucking with, or, you know, you know, oh, you know how it is, you know how women be talking that shit. And the crazy thing about it, most all the women on here was black. Yeah, that was yeah, that was African American. It was one Mexican lady, but you know how the Mexican ladies are. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy. And some of these like some of these ladies, okay, R. Kelly just didn't quote unquote mess with little girls. He messed with older women too. And he still had mind control over these hoes. So, um, let's see. On the show, you know, like, look, before I, even, before I even talk about the show, let's talk about R. Kelly. Okay, if, you know, we all know R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a legend in the game. To me, he might, he might be the greatest R&B singer of all time. I mean... Think about it. Think about it, man. R. R. Kelly is is the that that nigga, man. Like he's he's that nigga. And shit, I'm I'm sure enough that all of us that was born in the '90s was born off his music. That motherfucker has changed the game. That, nigga, that motherfucker was singing the at the Olympics. That nigga was doing a lot of things. I mean. Shit. Um. I mean, this nigga didn't. This nigga didn't know how to read. All right, and he still made a lot of money. But anyway, you know, R. Kelly was born in Chicago in nineteen sixty seven. Um. He went to Kenwood Academy, but dropped out his senior year. But. Music, music wise, this motherfucker has seventeen studio albums. This motherfucker has did big numbers. He sold over a billion records. Like this dude is that man. If you ask anybody at any part of the world about R. Kelly, they they'll sing a song or something about him. But um, yeah, man, like R. Kelly was that nigga, man. Um. Okay, on the show, um, the women on the show, I'm going to tell you about all these women. The first woman that accused him of being a rapist and all that shit was a lady named Javante Cunningham. Um, the second lady was Lizette Mar. Martezita. I can't, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't pronounce his name. She like Mexican, I don't know her name. Um, the third letter was his wife, his wife, uh, Andrea Kelly. Um, the fourth letter was Sparkle. 
fifth lady was um Lisa Van Allen. The sixth lady was Jahonda Pace. Seventh lady was Kitty Jones. The eighth lady was Asante McGee. And the last lady was Faith Rogers. So, you know, all these women on all these women on the show was either most of the most of them was African American and one of them was um, Latina. So I'm gonna tell you about the first um, <clears throat> lady, Javante Cunningham. She claims that R. Kelly was having sex on the tour bus while on tour with underage girls. Yeah, she was a back. She Javante was a background singer, and she went on tour on with R. Kelly, and she claimed that, you know, she saw R. Kelly fucking Aaliyah on the bus, on the tour bus, and at that time Aaliyah was like fourteen, fifteen years old. So yeah, she on the on the on the show she was claiming that oh he fucked Aaliyah on the bus. That was going now. He was always having sex with her. That he got her pregnant, and they had an abortion. And it, it's it's very ironic because my whole thing is my parents taught me if you see a grown ass adult fucking with a little kid, you gonna tell, right? But she didn't look. She look. She didn't say nothing. She did not say nothing. I mean, damn. Like, she didn't say shit. And the other thing she said was when he was uh, making a song, I, I Believe I Can Fly, a song, uh, one of them songs, she said that he was fucking an underage girl in the booth while making the song. A friend of her friends and her, and they didn't say shit. So my whole thing is you wait after, like, 20-something years to say our Kelly was fucking little girls. Like I don't I don't get that. To me, I feel like some of this shit is not true. Because as a man, we're not gonna be fucking with little girls in front of other little girls or even adults. I know shit. I know if I saw okay look some of these some of these freaking teen girls look grown as fuck. But I have I have never ever said that oh she gonna be bad when she be older. No, I, I never said shit like that, but I'm just saying like it's the principle. But anyway, he she claims that oh he was doing all this stuff on tour with Leah and a girl in the booth. It's just crazy. I'm, I, I me, I feel like she's full of shit. I feel like she's broke as fuck. It's the bitch is look, the bitch is ugly as fuck. Like she I don't think she got any boy a boyfriend or no kids, so and she's showing no good ass background singer. But anyway, Javante Cunningham is full of shit. My whole thing is why you didn't say nothing when all this happened. But anyway, Javante, she's very, very emotional on the show. She's very to me I feel like she's lying about a lot of stuff. Just to have you know, add ratings to the show. 
But anyway, um, uh, let me see. Um, oh, also, um, you know, I Kelly with the whole Aaliyah situation, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like she knew what she was doing, Aaliyah. Um, Aaliyah, I mean... Look at the the album she had. Look at the music video. Agent Agent ain't nothing but a number. So I mean, with with, the, with all that, I mean, Aaliyah knew what she was getting herself into. I mean, she didn't say shit. You know, she didn't. I mean, shit. She married the nigga when she was fifteen years old, and then she lied on the uh, certificate that, that that she was eighteen. So. Everybody saying, oh, our killer, a fuck nigga for that. I mean, it, it takes two to do it. You know? I mean, it, it takes two to do it. So, I mean, I can't really blame our killer for that. I mean, shit. Look, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. I mean, Aaliyah was a cute, red bone ass girl, but look, we, like I said, I didn't see my time in high school. In, in middle school that girls always like older guys shit shit in high school my, my bitch my first love in high school that bitch she left me for an older, older ass nigga nigga was like 21 22 years old so I mean that's part of the game man but yeah like I said it's crazy but anyway the second lady was Lizette Martinezar, I can't pronounce the bitch name. She met Arkella at seventeen. Um, she claims that Arkella at the mall got his bodyguard to give him his number to the girl to uh, Lizette. Um, now that her story, I can believe it because. They said R. Kelly was always at the malls and high schools and stuff like that. So when I when I, when I had listened to her story, um, it was very very sad. Like basically, most of these girls want to be a singer, want to be a star. So they thought that if they fucked R. Kelly, they was gonna get their popularity of being a singer and stuff. But man. Y'all know damn well y'all give a nigga some pussy. He is not gonna he is not gonna look, we is not gonna put y'all to the top. We're not. I mean, if you believe a nigga will fuck you and then make you to a singer and everything, you need to go back to fucking preschool. But um but anyway, like her her story was very sad, like she said R. Kelly took her virginity at a party. Now, if you lose your virginity at a fucking party to some to that way, like she said, she was drunk. She said that she didn't know what the hell she was doing. Now, if you lose your virginity that way, I'm. Like, I mean, I know some of y'all females lose your virginity at parties in college to random ass niggas, but you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that. Nah, fuck it, I'm gonna say something about that. I mean. Uh, at least she admitted. At least she said 
she's upset that she lost her virginity like that. Some of y'all hoes, y'all won't get upset about that shit. Y'all hoes be like, ooh, you know what? Well, the dick was good. But anyway, um, that's a bad way of losing virginity. Um, he mentally and physically abused her. Like, um, she said that if you don't call him daddy, he will slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Damn. And then, um, he said rude things to her. You know, he used to beat on her in the hotel rooms and shit like that. Um, and that's very disturbing. Um, but the but the most but the most disturbing thing she said well her part of the story that he gave her mono, and she said because of the mono she was paralyzed from the waist down for she said like a week. You know, that mono is kind of, oof, mono is that, oof. I mean, I never had it, but I know people even had that shit. And mono is not no joke. I mean, that shit can make you lose weight. That shit can almost kill your ass. But her, Lizette's story is more believable because I can see, I could, I could see in her eyes that she, it, like, talking about it, it really hurts her. So, yeah. Um, the next female is Andrea Kelly. Um, now, my opinion on Andrea Kelly, she was a weak-ass female. She was weak as fuck. Um, she was very weak and very ugly. Um... The story behind her, R. Kelly, got buried in a hotel room. Um, claims that R. Kelly had her locked like a slave and controlled her throughout their marriage. And I can believe that, too. Is shit, I ain't, look, all my time, I ain't know R. Kelly was married and everything. He kept her ass hidden. Um... Like I said, um, Andrea, she's very, very, she, she just claimed that R. Kelly just had her just locked away from the world and, you know, she didn't, she didn't know nothing about him cheating on her with underage girls and it, that's hard to believe if you married somebody. She, I think she knew about the situations. I just think that she was so damn scared to, you know, have a backbone and stand up for herself. So, I really don't feel bad for Andrea. She, I mean, she was married to a nigga. She had two kids with a nigga. So, I mean, I can't really say. I really can't. I can't really even express my gratitude to her. Like, I can't really feel bad for because come on now if you if you marry somebody you're gonna know their demons 
you can't be married to somebody and not know their demons. Like every girl, like every girl I've been with, they know my demons, they know my strengths and my weaknesses. So yeah, I don't believe her when she said, oh, I didn't know he was having sex with 14, 15, 16 year old girls. I mean, so I don't, I don't believe that. I think, she's, I think she's full of shit for that one. But I'm done talking about Andrea. Um, Sparkle now. Sparkle, this lady right here, I think she was the most brave one out of the group. Okay, if you don't know Sparkle, she used to be a um, singer back in the day. Um, and she worked, and she worked with R. Kelly. So her, her story is that, um, you remember when R. Kelly got in trouble, he had that big trial about him getting caught with the sex tape with an underage girl. So the underage girl was Sparkle's uh, niece. So, um, throughout her part of the program or the show, she talks about how the parents used to trust R. Kelly with her niece by himself and used to come to the games to support her niece and, you know, used to pick her up and stuff like that. And all that used to be in the studio by, you know, used to be in the studio uh, without no adult vision with R. Kelly and everything. And, you know, basically she... She really, she really hates R. Kelly because, you know, he, he put her niece, like, he made her, he, he made her niece famous in a bad way. So, she really don't have, it's not, no love loss with her and R. Kelly. Um, but the story behind the trial was, um, the parents... Basically, the parents said that's not R. Kelly, that's not their their daughter, and it's just the whole case blow open. And then I think they said that the girl came, the girl came on trial, and she lied too. And basically, they they all, but she said basically they R. Kelly paid. The niece's parent, her 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 uh, niece's parents off, so they can lie in court. So that's how our Kevin was freed. So I mean, I remember that happened when I was a little kid. When our Kelly, you know, they said, "Oh, he peed on a girl. Oh, he 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 raped a little girl. He made a sex tape." I remember that shit happened. I was in like first second grade. So, um. Yeah, so it's crazy. But Sparkle, she, you know, she told her, you know, she told the truth. She told how she felt. You know, she said that she, you know, she don't talk to her, her family no more because of that situation. And I don't blame her shit. If I stuck my neck out for y'all and y'all sit going court and lie for a motherfucker that was fucking y'all, y'all daughter, then I can't fuck with y'all because y'all not true. Y'all not family. You know, they say blood is thicker than water, but I, I guess cash is thicker than blood. But anyway, um, like I said, Sparkle was a real one. You know, she, you know, she was always, she told everything. <laughs> but anyway, uh, ooh, sorry guys.
Now, this next bitch, look, this bitch should have been a porn star. This bitch was doing everything with R. Kelly. And this bitch name is Lisa Van Allen. Now, she met R. Kelly at 17. And she told everything. She um she stated that our you know every time they had sex, our Kelly always recorded it. Like every time they fucked, he always recorded it. And she said the one thing that that was very shocking when she said was they was both having sex. With Sparkle's niece. Yes. So they was having threesomes. So when she said that. I said damn. I said damn. Really? I mean, I was shocked. I mean, I said, damn. I mean, I was like, damn, Sparker's niece. And Sparker's niece was like 14, 15 years old. Shit, I mean, damn, do you having threesomes at a young age like that? That can, that mean, you a freak. That mean, you're bound to be a porn star. So I was like, damn. And then she said it was other girls. They had, um... Reasons with too. So I was like, damn, like, R. Kelly is crazy. Like, real crazy. I was like, shit. So I, I mean, basically, she's the one that got the sex tape out. She's the one that really got R. Kelly in trouble with, with, the, with the law because she's the one that, you know, she just. One day she got tired of it, and she just sent it to a friend, and the friend was selling the fucking sex tapes for like fifty dollars, fifty dollars and something cents, and that's how the sex tape got like kind of like spread like wildfire. So I was like, damn. So Lisa Van Allen, she's the, she's, I mean, she the one who did the most dirt, but she the one, she the one that um. You know, she the one that got everything all up and running. And, you know, listening to uh, Lisa, she she's a very cute girl. She's, she's fine as hell. No, but, I mean, she did dirt. I mean, at the time she was 17, but, I mean, it's kind of, she was wrong for doing that, too. I mean, shit. Um... Like I said, she the one. She the one who caused the tapes to go public, and that's bad. My whole thing is, I mean, R. Kelly was dumb on that part because she she should have had your tapes secretly in a secret place, you know. But you know, she got upset one day and she just said fuck it and show her friend. And for her friend is, yep, it's crazy. Um. The next girl is Johanna Pace. 
Um, she met R. Kelly when he was at trial in Chicago. And she, like, basically, she was like a R. Kelly fan slash supporter. So, she, you know, she said that she talked to R. Kelly when he used to be walking to the court uh, courthouse. And she was one of the fans that said, hey, keep your head up, keep your head up. And, like, every day. And then, you know, he liked that shit. So, um, she gave him her number and that's how they start talking. And she was 17, I think. So, like, guys, I know I'm talking too much, but you don't see it. All these women, all these women knew that R. Kelly had this dark cloud over him, but they still chose to fuck with him. That's funny to me. That's real funny to me. But yeah, she said that same thing. She He emotionally and physically abused her, beating on her, starved her for three days, sometimes four days. Um, one time she said they was talking about the basketball, and she said she liked the Cavaliers, and he said no, he said I like the Bulls, and she said I like the Cavaliers, and he said no, you like the Bulls. She said no, I like the Cavaliers. So he slapped her and said, "Listen here, you like like the Bulls." So she was hurt, and you know all the the typical black woman nigga abuse relationship. Um, but like I said, now these next women, they, they met R. Kelly when they was older, like in their mid thirties. The first, the one of the ladies name is Kitty Jones. Um, the same thing. Um, she claims that R. Kelly emotionally and physically abused her. Same thing. Um, The next older lady was named uh, Asante McGee. Um, she was 35 when she met R. Kelly. Um, and, this is when, and this is when R. Kelly had the house full of girls. And she moved in with them. And I'm saying, it just she knew about the girls in the house. And she, and she still moved in with them. Um... It's crazy. I don't know. And then the last girl, she was 19, named Faith Rogers. She claims that our killer gave her herpes, but they was going out with each other and shit like that. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it's funny. But yeah, Faith Rogers and Ashanti McGee, they were in uh, Kitty Jones. They was actually going out with him. Like, there was a relationship with him. Um, the Asanshi McGee, she was, like, more of a super fan. They they did it for two years. And she talks about the black room in the mansion. He had all the girls in. And it's very, she's very crying and all that shit. But, I don't know. It's just, each, each woman is the same story. So, um, 
like I said, some of the stories are, are sad. Some of the stories are full of shit stories. Um, and this is my take on the whole situation. Well, I, I feel like R. Kelly is wrong, but this is not all his fault. And the reason I say that because these women knew what they was getting into. Ain't like he faked his name and everything and met different women and said, oh, my nice guy, this and that, this and that. No, they knew what type of dude this guy was. You know, you know, everybody's upset at R. Kelly. You know, he's a bitch. Oh, he, he's a fucking scumbag. Oh, he's this and that, this and that. But... I mean, as a guy and as a fan, too, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because think about it, man. When he's a little kid, man, he got molested by an older person. And when you when shit like, oh, man, you know how many people that have fucked up childhoods? Uh, everybody didn't have fucked up childhoods. Me, I didn't have fucked up childhoods. I mean, I wasn't getting... I wasn't getting fucked on my ass or nothing like that. I, I get molested by an older, older nigga or older bitch. But, I mean, damn, we all have bad childhoods. You know, this shit ain't... Look, everybody's childhood is not like Disney World. It's not. Like I said, like I said, he had a fucked up childhood. He was getting molested by his auntie. So, I mean... Shit, it, it boils down to shit. And you get older. If, look, if you don't have no therapy and anything like that, then you're bound to do the same thing, the same things that happened to you as a kid. So, shit, he got older. I mean, it's a demon that he couldn't get over. So, once he got older and stopped seeing, you know, you know, girl, look, girl, little girls that look good to him. Shit, he took advantage of. Them. I mean, like I said, the whole thing with um, Sparkle's uh, niece. Now, to me, I felt like that was the most sickening thing because you knew, like, you knew, you knew, like, like you was trying, like you trying to be sneaky. He was trying to be like, you know, but then again, Sparkle's niece, she knew what was going on. And like, you're like, oh, okay, like, really? Like, when you're 14, 15 years old, we all, look, all our hormones are up, especially y'all bitches. Look, in my time growing up, females always talk about sex. I'm telling you, like, females, like, oh, my God, like, man, when I was in middle school, man, females always, man, sixth grade, nah, I can say seventh grade. Seventh grade, females always talking about sex. Oh, I want to fuck him. Oh, I want to suck his dick. Oh, my God. He, I know his dick big. For real, like, you hear this shit from girls. Like, look, like, as a nigga, you can be walking about, look, you can be walking, like, walking by. A group of girls. If one of them feeling you, they're gonna say, Y'all, would y'all fuck him? You know, some are gonna say no, some gonna say some some gonna say yes. But 
You gotta think about it, man. Like, and like R. Kelly was just, you know, was a demon and took like, no, these girls, these girls knew they was doing. So I mean, it sucks that her niece got peed on and everything on video and it, the whole world saw it. On the whole courtroom saw it. But I, like I said, I, these women knew they was doing. And after the fact, after the trial, more underage girls want to fuck with R. Kelly. I'm saying, like, these, like, I'm saying, like, these females knew what was going on. So I just hate, I just hate that all these, you know, mostly females on this on this show and is crying, talking about, oh, R. Kelly nasty, R. Kelly this, R. Kelly a fuck nigga, but. Y'all girls doing the same thing in high school. Man, it was so many times I seen girls in ninth, t- n- no, my bad, I can say 10th, 11th, and 12th. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't really say that. I can say the girls in my class. Class of 14, that they was getting picked up by niggas that graduated with us four years ago, three years ago before me, and they getting picked up by the niggas. And my mom, I'm like, damn, that shit, that's nasty as fuck. But I'm saying, dog, it's so many girls, dog, it's so many girls that done lost their virginity to an old ass nigga when they, when they was in high school. But shit, they ain't say nothing. They ain't cry about it. Shit, them hoes came back to school bragging about that shit, saying, oh, I got me some ramen, dick. You know, this, he fucking shit out of me. Like, for real, like, it's funny how you, all, all these females is talking about R. Kelly and y'all did the same thing these girls doing. For real. It's, it's, it's very, it's like so funny because basically these females on this show basically tell it how it is. Like, shit, they, y'all, y'all like grown ass niggas. Like, us guys, we like grown ass women, but we don't fuck with them. Because we know that, you know, if we get caught fucking with our mama's friend, our mama's co-worker, our mama's... Our ass is grass. The females be the one that trying to be seducing these teachers. I mean, I be, I be, I be hearing females talking about they don't fuck teachers. Oh, Mr. Jake is fine. I'm, I'm saying, like, and, like, I don't know, like, if you know what I'm saying, it's been like, it's been like that for years. I I just say they started doing that shit right like in the nineties. That's when that shit the teacher and young girl, like young girl and grown ass men stop fucking with each other. It's been like that for years. It is people don't want to talk about it. But I don't know. I felt like this whole thing. This whole thing has really messed up R. Kelly's um, money because think about it. Look, you don't hear radio stations playing R. Kelly music. You don't like R. Kelly. Don't like he couldn't do no concerts. Every time he had a whole bunch. Look, he had a tour to do. The whole tour got canceled because everybody 
said, no, R. Kelly can't perform at our arena. Or R. Kelly can't perform in our venue. But the women got R. Kelly muted. It's funny, man. It's, it's funny as hell. Really, because all because he messed with little girls. Like I said, it's wrong, but you, you like you cannot blame R. Kelly for the whole thing because it takes to it takes two to do it. Like when a bitch cheat on us, it takes two to do it. Like we be mad at the bitch, but some of niggas are mad at nigga. Me, if, if a bitch cheat on me, bitch. Both of y'all getting the fucking smoke. You and your bitch ass nigga getting that fucking smoke. I be both your ass butt ass nigga by myself. Shit. But anyway, it just I don't know, I feel like it's fucked up, man. That, then R. Kelly, you know, he's in jail now. Because she didn't got caught up in that damn sex trafficking thing. So I mean I think R. Kelly is done. I think, you know, he's done because, he, shit, he's broke. Ever since he got muted, I saw the shows and got canceled. They show tour dates and got canceled. Like, he can't even be on BET Awards. He can't be on award shows or nothing like that. Like, he, I feel like his life is over. And then he made this song called I Admit It. I Admit It and everything. And basically, he told how it is. How he's living in a hotel and shit like that. Now he's living in a fucking prison cell. Not in a jail cell, I'm sorry. But I, I feel like everybody, it, I feel like it should be everybody's fault because when, when R. Kelly got caught into trial the first time, the people lied. The people said the people didn't say he did it. And then the jury, they said he was not guilty. So it was everybody's fault. So shit, some niggas if they got, if look, not too many niggas can beat the system. That nigga beat the system. Shit, but if I got lucky like that, my ass ain't never doing that ever again. My ass gonna be chilling out. But as you know, R. Kelly, him being a dumbass nigga, a illiterate nigga. I guess his common sense was his common sense was not there, so he he kept on doing it. He kept on fucking with little girls. He kept on, you know, he he kept on doing his thing. But everything you do in the dark comes to light. So everything came to light, and like I said, after this court date, you know, for R. Kelly next year, I feel like he, I feel like he's gonna be guilty, and I think the minimum he'll get is like. 15, nah, fuck it. He got a lot of counts on his ass, a lot of charges. So I, the, I think he'll get 20 years at least. But um, I feel like, man, R. Kelly's life is over, man. Like, knowing his ass, he might, he might kill himself. It, if he if he get a whole bunch of time, I think R. Kelly's gonna kill himself. <laughs> like two years in his term, he gonna write like a suicide note. 
and he gonna say fuck it I couldn't take it no more but all that you know all that at least he still got two girls that support him and want to be with him I think it, I think the name is Jocelyn Savage and some other girl but they went on this uh, interview where he cried talking about some he broke and all that stuff they, they had his back so like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen with R. Kelly, man. I I feel like he's gonna get a whole bunch of jail time, prison time, and I don't think, you know, we gonna see R. Kelly making any songs or albums <laughs> anytime soon. Like I said, all his money is is down the drain. Like oh, and he signed away his publishing, so every time. Somebody download his song and everything like that. The person that he signed the rights to, they get all his money. And the reason why, you know, he... That happened because his dumb ass can't read. <laughs> and they told him, hey, you know, if you sign this, you get $20 million. He believed it and signed the, con- signed the little publishing thing. And now he's fucked. So they ripping this ass <laughs> out of money. And, that, and that's a sad thing. So, like I said, if if y'all, and this is y'all women, if y'all don't want to get y'all feelings hurt, stop fucking with older guys. I'm talking about, you, I'm talking about your little young ass girls. I'm talking about your fast ass 15, 16, 17 year old girls. Stop being fucking fast. Because y'all females don't got no common sense. Y'all don't. Y'all think y'all do, but y'all don't. Y'all think y'all so smart. Oh, I'm very mature for my age. Okay. If you... Look, I don't give a damn if you go to church. I don't give a damn you... You know, you know you, you, you know you have a... You don't do drugs. Y'all females make dumb decisions too. Hey, I say us guys don't got no brains. Y'all females don't got no sense of common sense. For real. Like, like I said, I've seen so many of y'all... So-called mature girls, and they got fucked over by a fuck nigga. I, shit, I didn't see a lot of y'all girls get killed because y'all quote unquote like them thug niggas and older niggas and everything, them dope boys. So, you know, like I said, y'all be on social media showing out and everything to my son. I want a real nigga, this and that. I, I like them real niggas, and then. We, look, we see your boyfriend. Your boyfriend like Freddie Cougar on crack. I like Boo the Fool. And he beating y'all ass. Taking taking y'all money. Taking taking y'all cars and shit like that. And just y'all, especially your black women, y'all cannot choose. Y'all know a difference between a real nigga who is not a real nigga. And I and I had to learn that. I had to learn that. And I had to learn that. So, like I said, I'm still going to support R. Kelly. He's not getting muted. He's still on my damn Apple Music and everything. So, fuck anybody that got something to say about R. Kelly. He's still a fucking musical genius. So, if if you're going to stop listening to R. Kelly because he made some fucking mistakes... 
then y'all still because everybody make mistakes. And everybody has so days. So anyway, I'm signing off, man. I'm sorry that it took a lot, it took a long time to make an episode. Like I said, I'm finally settling in in South Carolina, and make sure y'all look on my um, follow me on uh, Facebook, Dante CJ Collins, Twitter Dante Collins underscore six, and my Instagram. Um, Dante underscore Stevie J underscore Collins. So just keep supporting your boy. And also follow oh and also um follow my Snapchat, Stevie J Collins. Um but anyway, just keep supporting your boy and I should be dropping something tomorrow. So y'all have a good night, y'all be safe and remember, chase that bag and get that money. Swag.